What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joseph Cortez. I'm here with my um, trusty, trusty, trusty steed. I'm a steed now. Yeah, you know, like in Shrek? Uh, Shrek's noble steed. Oh, donkey. yeah. Yeah, donkey. Mm-hmm. Yo. Am I the donkey here? Yeah. Uh, I could I be mean, Fiona. Yeah. I'll be the cute Fiona, though. I'll not be, the big green one. I'll be... Uh, no, I don't even want to be Shrek. No, if I if I could be anybody from Shrek, I'd kind of want to be the gingerbread man. That dude goes hard. Yeah, well, he was only in the first one, right? No, he's in a couple of them. Remember when he got chopped up by the evil-looking fool? Uh, the little short little Lord guy. Farquaad? Yes. Yeah. No, he was torturous. That was but the. No, I know he came back because I had a video game, a Shrek video game on the old PS2, and I know it wasn't one. Is dude? I was like, yeah, no, whichever one where they went to far, far away. The gingerbread man, he was OP. He was Honestly, fuck waterboarding, dude. Just take the gingerbread man, cut him up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's all you need for terrorism. Yeah, pull off his gumdrop button. You guys, it's, I'm Michael Pendergraft. This is the No Limits mm. Podcast. Episode 12. That. Yeah, you just, I, don't, I don't think you said my name, but it's... Well, I was waiting on you. Yeah. And then I but, started talking about Shrek. This is actually a good segment because um, they don't have to do anything with each other, but sort of, kind of. Um, I went to go see the new Star Wars movie last night. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen a Star Wars movie? Yeah, I've seen pretty much all of them. Don't spoil the new one. I this is my first one I've ever seen. I couldn't spoil it if I wanted to because I didn't know what the hell was going oh, really? on. You know? Yeah. Like, okay, well, so, so so tell me tell me where this takes place, like in time period. So after, um, after what? Like, what uh, like as far as like it ha- happened last night, like that? No, 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 no. Because no. they made a movie a couple years ago, maybe a year ago, Solo. But that, that, that one came out a couple years ago. Right, so that was a brand new movie, right? But it was set before the entire Star Wars trilogy. So, like, when was okay. this movie set? Do you know? Uh, um, fuck, dude. People <laughs> listen to this podcast that are Star Wars fans and just want to punch me right now. <laughs> um, it ha- it was uh, Luke Skywalker was dead, I guess, and uh, mm-hmm. Darth Vader's grandson was like the villain in the movie. Kylo Ren. Uh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. He's like he has like long black hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like Snape. Yes, he looks like Professor Snape as a young man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. So those there, are the main. Okay, that girl Ray. Oh, that girl's so fine, dude. So she was in it. Yes, okay, she was like so, one of the, the main characters. I know the original trilogy, and then they did the next three episodes. So it went mm-hmm. like. I don't know the order. I think they made four, five, and six first, right? And then afterwards, they made one, two, yeah, and three. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then they made The Return of the Jedi or something. What What was this one called? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> like Skywalker Walks Again or Skywalker, oh, shit. some shit like that. That's weird. So I remember Return of the Jedi, I guess, was one. I, said, I feel like we, we sound like chicks trying to talk about football here. And I was like, there's like that ball and that team. Uh, they had a fucking. There's a. They had a star on their helmet. Come on. Come uh, on, Jessica. Help me out here, you know? <laughs> what do they say? What do they call him? Feed, <sighs> feed him. They feed somebody. They yeah, feed that. Oh, that guy. Fuck. She's, they, you know, remember, black guy. They feed him. Yeah. <laughs> That's the time I feel like we sound I'm like, that one guy with long black hair, Professor Snape. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is my first Star Wars movie. Um. And I didn't know what was going on. I saw it like midnight. I'm not a late night person at mm-hmm. all. Like I was like just kind of dozing off a par- bit. Yes, literally. Yeah. I was like, and I was like just trying to just fight to stay awake because like I didn't want to disrespect my friends that went with me <laughs> because they're into it, but I necessarily wasn't. But I just wanted to hang out with them. 
And so I don't want them to like see me asleep and then be like, oh, he didn't even give it a shot. So I I just thought that the movie was really anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. Uh, yeah, climatic compared to like other movies I've seen before. Like like the fight scenes seem weak as hell. Like it seemed mm. like really like not that great because like the entire movie it's framing um Ray, the girl, and that Professor Snape-looking dude as, like, being the enemies or whatever. And then she ends up saving him. Well, hey, don't give it away. I'm not trying to give it away. Yeah, but, like, a, <laughs> but like it's not, like, a really bloody ending. Like, I really wanted yeah, to, like, just, well, like... It's not the last Star Wars movie of the saga, I don't, is I, it? I'm sure it's not going to be. I mean, they make way too much money for it to be the last one. Because I know, you know, when they came out with Harry Potter, they split Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2. Dude, that wait between 1 and 2 was, like... I had blue balls for like two years waiting for that movie to come out, bro. Well, part one wasn't necessarily action-packed or anything, right? I mean, it was, but you had to set up the grand finale, obviously. Dude, that's that Harry Potter grand finale. Star yeah. Wars can't part mess two, with that. Part two was insane, but it's only because part one was so well thought out. I love Harry Potter. I mean, it's like the perfect dish. You I know, tried to tell Chris Spencer. Threw up a lot Spencer, uh, he's part of Strive Network with us. He hosts the Cover the Line podcast with me. It's not very good. I mean, he's you know he's okay. You know, he's a decent <laughs> entertainer. Playing, all right. Um, he hasn't seen any Harry Potters. Hasn't read oh, any Harry Potters. So he's nothing. A scrub. So he's he, a he's, he's how I am with Star Wars. Okay. And I tried telling him, I was like, dude, I'm telling you, Star um, Harry Potter is legit. Yeah. He's like, really? I was like, yes, dude. I was like, you don't have to read the books, but like, I mean, I would recommend it, but at least watch the movies. I was like, dude, you, the entire Harry Potter series leads all the way up to Deathly Hallows Part 2. Like, that's when this shit, like, hits the fan. Yeah. You know? And, you know, there's big parts in pretty much every book. But, I, you I, know, I... If anybody's just getting into Harry Potter, and that would mean they're kind of interested in it, I would say read the book. Oh, because, yeah. like, the first three, even part of the fourth movie, just so underdeveloped because it was way back in the day. I don't remember that terribly much about It was the just movies. poor production and quality compared yeah. to the newer ones they made. So, people who watch, like, part two... Of uh, the Deathly Hallows. Oh, yeah, gonna yeah. Like, it's going to it has blow to, them like, away. Way better CGI yeah. and all types of crazy and shit. And so then they gonna, they're going to, you know, they see that movie. They're going to love it. They're going to be like, oh, I want to watch all of them. Well, yeah. the first movie sucks. The second movie sucks. The third movie sucks. And they have good stories. I thought, this, I thought the third book, I thought the book itself, the third I love the was third book. great. Well, that's what I'm saying is books are timeless. Yeah. Movies, it's just you words know, on a page. Movies are always advancing. Yeah, and you know, based on the technology and what you're used to seeing, you're gonna think the first one looks like crap. Now, I appreciate it because I'm, I just like the story, dude. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever go back and read them again, but I know I should. Yeah. I've How many times have you read times. the series? Like four or five. Shit, I, I only read it one time, and I don't even. I just remember I just blew through it. Like I remember, I was like in fourth or fifth grade, and I just blew through the entire series fast. Yeah. I, I used to like. I feel like all the kids, like in like primary school, would always grab Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, the biggest one, and they'd be like, "Dude, you should fucking read this thing. This thing's huge." Yeah, it was like whenever you went to the library with your class. Yeah. And you you weren't really a reader, but people were like, "Oh, dude, dude get fucking that book. Get this It'll thing, be funny. bro." Yeah. yeah. And then a year later, I was balls deep in that book for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and yeah, I mean, looking back on it, they weren't even really that big of books. How many pages was? 
Dude, we're going deep in the weeds, dude. Order, fucking... Order of the Phoenix is 870 pages. Shit. I thought it was like a thousand. No. Fuck yeah. That's what's up. But it, that was the biggest one. All right. So we so I went to go see Star Wars, and I didn't understand what was going on at all. Um, I didn't really care for the movie that much, but I probably didn't know what was going on at all. I mean, that'd be like throwing somebody into uh, like the last Harry Potter movie and be like, here you go. Eat it up. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, who the fuck is this? What, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why is who's, he fighting a guy with no nose? Yeah. You know, who's, who's this Dumbledore guy? Yeah. Why, why isn't he? Yeah, don't. He, why isn't he in the movie? Yeah, he's well, not. Why? Yeah, because he got fucking outed in that sixth one, dude. Ah, oh, fool's got to know. Fool's oh, got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they don't right. know the no, like, if, if you got to know the history. If they don't know by now, because I mean, even the last movie's been out already for years, like six years. years. Yeah, it's not I, like it came out last night. We're fucking dropping it. No. You know. Yeah. But, you're yeah. Right. Old dumb. Who killed them in Oregon? Wasn't it uh, Snape? Snape? Yep. Fucking Snape, dude. Mm, it, was a, it was a pretty nice plot twist, though, at the end about Snape. Now, you know, I won't talk about it this episode because maybe Josh might be listening right now. and he told Josh me, Elsick? Yeah, he, he told me the other day, well, because we're going uh, to Orlando in a couple months. Okay. And so they started watching the harry potter movies because we're going to the harry potter park because they open a new ride oh yeah so they started watching all the movies josh still hasn't seen the last two fuck deathly hollows Mm -hmm. he's coming in for a good one bro like it's like it's like that feeling when you know you're about to get something good Mm -hmm. you're like fuck i want it but you you know it yeah you just gotta attack it i remember going to the movies and seeing i remember i was still pissed that they broke up it in two parts i was like fuck man oh they had to I know they had to, because otherwise they were going to make a five-hour movie, which yes. I was here for, but... Yeah, I would have watched it. Oh, dude. Way more money in breaking it up into two. It's kind of genius. Yeah. Now, what Twilight did, they made one of their books, part one and two, like the last one, or maybe they I translated don't, the movie. Nothing about Twilight, but... I don't either. Yeah. I know there's a couple books. Yeah. I know, like, New Moon, maybe? New Moon. Twilight, New uh, Moon, Breaking Dawn. Breaking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's all I know. Break, Twilight's like girl Harry Potter. Twilight's like fifteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old emos. Not even just because it's isn't somebody a werewolf? Yeah, and like one's a vampire. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's got to pick which one or something. I fuck with the werewolf because at least he's badass. You know, at least he can like tear somebody's face off. Yeah, but vampire. The vampire is. He just bites you. That's it. Vampires I, are overrated. I feel like the vampire has some deep, deep issues. You feel like he's like got bigger mentally. meat? <laughs> no. I, <laughs> I think he's got like deep mental issues because of that makes him, him being sexy? a vampire. No, so it makes him like vulnerable. Mm. I don't know. We're getting way too far into literature right here. Yeah, I'm not a big literature guy. You can probably I'm, tell. I'm a, I'm a big fan of books. I used to read all the time. Yeah, I haven't read a fucking book in so long. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so sad. But I mean, I just I feel like I didn't have time to read books. I mean, I do have time, but like I I've tried to read books recently, and I just get bored. My ADD just starts twitching like crazy. Like I can't just like sit down and just look at words on a page. Like I just want to look at my phone. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like my phone will go off, and I got to go check it, and then I'm not gonna crack that book open again. You just gotta get a good book then. Yeah, I guess they always say you gotta find a good book. I'm like, you know, I feel like I've been picking up good ones and just nothing's been working. Yeah. Right. So. Let's... Oh, let's get into it then. Yeah, bro. Let's get into some real meat, some real, 
some mogul talk. So uh, first on the list, we talked about, you know, for every show, we kind of have a couple of ideas about where we want to take the show. Yeah, we try to form a direction. So first off, we want to make a pit stop about your strengths, like each person's individual strengths and how you should try and maximize them, like triple down on them, focus on what you're good at rather than try to be decent at, at everything. everything. Yeah. Yes. So, you I mean, take a look at somebody like J.J. Reddick. If he was half the shooter, but a fourth better at dribbling and a fourth better at defense and a fourth better at uh, well, like JJ, with, athletic, with athleticism, yeah, if he tried to attack in the hole every he'd fucking be trash. play. Like, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is, instead of, like, say he's 50% shooting, but a 25% increase in all the other categories, or 50% decrease in shooting, mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that, he'd be trash. But yeah. since he was so good at shooting and he continued working he on it. He stayed in the league. He yeah. hung around. Yeah. That's, that's the, kind of the deal with all shooters, though, too. Yep. You, mm-hmm. a lot of... Well, I think just in general, it's very hard for people, especially the younger they are, to know what their strengths are and accept yeah. things as weaknesses because it's tough to accept things about yourself. Like, you know, hey, man, maybe you're just not that good at it. Or maybe it, it's like the equivalent of maybe you love sports, but you suck shit at playing sports. Be a coach, you know, be an analyst, be a play-by-play guy, be a sports writer, you know. Be the referee, you know? So I think it's just you want to be around it. You love it, but, you know, you suck ass at playing basketball. But I love basketball. I want to be around basketball. So you just got to find what your strength is, accept that you suck at basketball, and move on. And that's really a thing with a lot of things in life. Like you said, you know, for all y'all that don't know, J.J. Redick, he plays for the Pelicans now, I believe. Mm -hmm. He's been in the NBA for a long time. He's a white guy, shoots a lot of threes, you know? If he was trying to be LeBron and just beam it off the backboard and yam it, it probably wouldn't work out. He'd probably blow out his Achilles and, you know, Well, I mean, if he, if he tried to do all that, he probably wouldn't even be in the league in the first place. But the point <laughs> I was making there, and I kind of use basketball as a reference, is there's a lot of people like that who are really good at one skill, and that's what keeps them in the league. And as far as basketball goes, shooting is so important that shooters can just work on being shooters. Like Marco Bellinelli, even though mm-hmm. he's trash this year, he's still – 35 plus three point percentage for his yeah. career. Now, if he tried to, if he spent like seven years working on his vert and putting on weight and athleticism and, you know, trying to be a brute beast, yeah, he'd still, I mean, he'd suck. It'd still suck, yeah. It's like, um, every, like, you could be in the NBA or you could be a, um, a fashion designer or a senator or whatever. Most people have one strength that is an absolute strength that they make a living with. But a lot of times they suck ass at everything else in life. I can I, You probably don't know how many rich people, how many senators, how many athletes are terrible fathers, terrible husbands. They can't fucking mow grass for shit. They can't. Um, they they suck at you know reading. They suck at you know talking. They're not funny. But you know they're really good at being a politician, or they're really good at being a dentist. So I don't know if there are a lot of politicians who suck at speaking. Uh, no, probably not speaking. A politician probably sucks at um. Relating to people on a <laughs> yeah. personal level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, without thinking understanding about, understanding people, you know, fucking corporate tax schemes and fucking, you know, how to get reelected. I mean, um, we won't even get into politicians nowadays. But it, it just goes, I think that all you have to do is find one strength that you love, that you can monetize, make money at, and that's your life. You can be set up. All you have to do is have one strength to really 
push through. Like, you can suck at everything, but if you're really good at one thing, like, like good on, like, a world stage, you can make anything happen. You know, if you're badass at, um... I mean, but, anything. But this, this goes for a lot of things, too. Like, it's because you're good at... Say you're good at reading, right? And remembering things that you read. Like, for me in school, I was an exceptional reader, I guess. So... I was, you know, my senior year, they took dual credit biology. So it was like a college biology class. Uh, you know, How's we, college going? <laughs> we, uh, we'd sit through lectures, right? And yeah. I wouldn't listen because it was just boring. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I mean, I really didn't care about my grades my senior year of high school. Because I was like, right, whatever, it's stupid. I already got into UT, whatever. So eventually one day I was like, you know what? I may give this textbook a shot and I'll try reading the chapter for the test. And, you know, of course, still didn't listen to the lectures, but the night before the test, just read a couple of the chapters, got like a 96 on the exam the next day. Mm-hmm. So I was fine with that, knowing that, okay, I'm not actually bad at biology. I just can't learn the way that... You can't like, learn by just being, watching somebody By, talk by just, like, listening to mm-hmm. it, right? So I was fine with knowing, you know, if I can read it, I'll remember it, and I'd be a good student no matter what, so... Yeah, like if you're in a school situation, everybody that's ever gone to school knows that there's four different, four or five different ways you can crack being a student. You know, you can pay attention in class. You can, you know, just do your homework. Do your, just do your homework. Just pass your test. You know, read the book. You can fucking cheat. You know, there's plenty. Go to tutors. Tutors. Go to tutors. There's so many different ways to get the same outcome, or just simply passing, or getting a 95 or whatever. Yeah, you got to find the way the find what you're best at like say you are studying for a math test right you're in a math class and at the end of the the semester whatever you take a final exam Mm -hmm. um if your strength is in practicing the problems and not necessarily understanding what you're actually doing well what i'm saying is if that's the way you can pass Mm -hmm. and that's all that you care about just focus on that yeah uh that's interesting because I feel like at, at in school, there's so much shit that people learn that's just simply memorized. It's just simply memorized information. That's well, all yeah, that so it is. So they don't learn it. You don't learn anything. You're right. memorizing stuff. Like literally, I, ha- I had to take a math final this semester or whatever, right? And the test is like a uh, accumulation of the entire course into one test. Dude, I already forgot shit that was going on in September, bro. Because mm-hmm. you just memorize it to pass the test momentarily – you know, wash out it out of your window. head, gone. Throw it out the window. It's garbage. And then you take a final on it, and I, I you have no idea what the hell it is. It's like, fuck, I don't know how to do that. I don't remember. And I, it goes kind of because, like, anything to me that's important or that. Well, anything you, that's important, I feel like you should actually try and understand it. Like, if it's something that yeah, you're like, interested in, you should like definitely screw a number try or passing a course. Like, yeah, you got to, like, really understand it. And we're going to go, you know, I want to go into this because we don't have to get, um, like partisan or anything because I don't really want to go there that route. But I just want to simply talk about the principle of people who take history class all throughout high school, college, government classes, even AP government. They write papers about why these protests are so great or whatever, but they simply don't even understand like how a impeachment process works, right? So there was literally, there's literally people that were people that are all over Twitter that had no idea like what the Senate was or they had no idea that this had to go there because i think it's people who have been presented the information in school 
and they just took it at like face value at school and used it as notes to pass the test. And then once that class was over, they uh, they basically flushed out the information. Well, I'll tell you what they do is they like start memorizing keywords. So like they hear James Madison or John Adams and they think something like, oh, Declaration of Independence. Yeah. But that's it. So yeah. when they see it on the test, they see James Madison, they see John oh. Adams, and they're like, oh, okay, now we're – I've always hated – I hate it when people – Circle the answer, move on, forget about it. And then yeah. two weeks later, it's gone. They don't know it. Gone. And then all yeah. of a sudden, something happens in the political world, and they're like, this reminds me of when James Madison you know, did this or that. And then they're like, what the fuck? And they're yeah, on t- right. Twitter just fucking like, talking away about it. If you can do that, like, I forget what it was called. Uh, like drawing connections to the past, I can't remember. Yeah, like but, yeah, uh, basically. Yeah. No, there there was a word for it. I just, just Re- like kind of like relating mo- modern information to things that's happened before. You know. Yeah. Well, like yeah. using your connections, your so context if you can, clues. If you can do that, that means you actually understand it. You understand it. You know right. how it works because you it's like pattern recognition. You saw something happen yeah. right now, and the same steps and the processes that happening now happened in the past and exactly be yeah able to predict where it goes in the future yeah uh exactly like anybody who's ever been in a history class or a government class should know how these things work you know um especially if they did well in the class especially if they were that one kid that got a hundred and everything and then all of a sudden you know something's happening in the world that doesn't require a test or you know passing a course and like what's going on guys i don't understand you know it's just confusing to me so just go I think in. it's kind of a failure of education, honestly. Yeah. You know. But mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it? Like there's no other way to to form and create education other than passing or failing classes, you know. So just going back to, you know, the topic that we started with, knowing your strengths. Mhm. I think just, we I think we got there cuz I said that politicians like like t- No, I'm just wrapping it up before yeah. we move to the next yeah. one. So right, just up final thoughts on knowing your strengths just do what you're good at especially if you love it and don't focus on the little crap that's not important like even i mean we didn't even really talk about somebody in business you may not be a leader somebody may not be a leader they may not be charismatic and Mm -hmm. they suck with people right but if you're good with numbers and you're good with you know analytics and that kind of thing there's a flow there's always room for somebody like that in business and a lot of people yeah. downplay like the numbers side of things but to be honest with you if i if i had a billion dollar company i wouldn't hire a kid who well you know they always say your business is only as good as your numbers you know like if, if like yeah if you're talking a big game and oh yeah man we're killing it or whatever and then they look at your profit and loss sheet and you're like you guys aren't making shit or you guys are blowing money on dumb shit or you're exactly so like or, my cfo would I mean if a if I had a billion dollar company, mm-hmm. my CFO would probably be from Harvard or UT or yeah, Yale. Or yeah, somebody. probably a high, a serious guy. You know exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now, I would never hire somebody from A and M. Just throwing that out there. Sorry, uh-huh. sorry, you Aggies. If you're a except for John Michael. I, yeah, I definitely think if you're a business owner, once you get to a certain level of business, you can't micromanage everything. So you certainly have to hire on people whose strengths are everything that you need filled yeah you know your cfo might suck ass at reading or they might suck no, ass not, at, not even um, that but they, they might be suck, a dick they may suck with 
people and community management and community. They might be a total ass. Yeah. You're just sitting in the office and hit the numbers. All right, cool. Yeah, Sounds t- good. Type me up some reports. Or, I need a, you know, you quarterly know, reviews. Hire somebody for PR that'll, you know, juice everybody up and make you feel good about everything. But mm-hmm. they might be dyslexic for all you know, you know. Yeah. But hey, we, they, he gets out there and juices people up. And of course, the backbone of every good business is a solid sales team. Yeah. So you got people who can be slick as a whistle when they're selling i I kind of like feel weird around those people like people who are slick as a whistle who can sell but can't read can't write it don't matter don't need to don't matter you what can you sell this bag of tea do what you're good at (laughs) so funny dude so her i want to i want to get into this topic next it's kind of interesting about social media and we talk a lot about a lot about it but i've noticed a lot of people like around here people we grew up with I guess aren't viewing TikTok anymore as you know that new fad that's for younger people anymore. What's well, a serious contender now? Yeah, you know, for people, people take it seriously now, and everybody, I mean, almost everybody's posting. You know what's so TikTok funny, man, now. is like I know uh, Gary V has been pounding the TikTok thing since probably like May. Probably, you know the funny yeah. thing is, is that if you really want to be big on social media, this is the truth, you know is just be early to an app just be early to an app and just fucking pound it and be because be, i think TikTok, that's that's one way that's one way for sure yeah yeah if you're early. if you're yeah if you're early to it you're gonna be here for the ride that's how a lot of these yeah. huge youtubers they were just like, early to the party and logan know? paul on vine yes josh peck on vine mm-hmm. remember Drake? he was already big but he really dj khaled with snapchat um but uh like yeah definitely so when do you think people start to take things seriously compared to when they weren't taking it seriously before i just think they take it seriously once they see other people do it right like that nobody wants to be the lone wolf nobody nobody wants to stand out they want to do what's well one person will they want to they want to do what's normal for everybody else they want to be like the third or fourth of their friends to get on tiktok not the first they no, they not don't want to be the that. last. They, I mean, they they just want to be the person who's there because everybody else is there. Yeah, that's like, where oh, that's where everybody else is at. You know, right? Do you and post on a lot there? Of people no, like that. I just watch. I mean, that's no problem. You don't have to post. But. Yeah, but it's a big old game of monkey see, monkey do. And then for like the import, like eventually when TikTok starts being monetized, because there's a couple big companies who started advertising like gourmet yeah but tiktok's and... just taking that money right right now the creators aren't getting that because tiktok has ads on it right now no no what i'm saying is like when a, when a big company advertises on tiktok yeah the money goes to tiktok yeah when do you think the creators will get paid on tiktok just whenever somebody pays them like when a company pays uh i don't i don't know if they'll do they probably won't do um pay per view or whatever Mm-hmm. like or per thousand or whatever CPMs. it is it, it'd just be like the influencer marketing you see on oh that already happens on tiktok we're like hey man put my fucking bag of oranges in the background and i'll pay you or how much for the, for you right. to put my product in the back 250 bucks deal mm-hmm. you know like that's like tiktok's completely out of that that's just like a you know a connection between the two of them TikTok. but i'm wondering when tiktok might maybe put an ad before somebody's video or um, they, it was, that's what I'm saying. They already kind of started doing that. 
like yeah. pre-roll ads yeah they, of course they're like 10 seconds which i i like like you don't go on oh, tiktok to oh, watch a yeah. minute long video well, youtube even has skip ads but some of the youtube ads are long and you can't skip them and so a lot of times they lose me as a viewer unless i really want to watch the video then i'll hang out but if i don't if, if i'm just kind of iffy on the video i'm out yeah like if you're if you're a no name and you haven't proven yourself yet I'm yeah. just gonna skip on. To if you're watching this podcast on YouTube and you get a two minute ad that you can't skip, oh yeah, they're probably out. We probably lost them. Be like, fuck YouTube, thanks. You paid us three cents for the ad, but we lost the the person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather have the person listening than three cents. So I didn't. Uh, I just wanted to talk about social media in general, and of course TikTok. But there's a lot of ways to monetize on social media. You know, the ways. I mean, there's just I can get what's just that? so many opportunities. Uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> That app for oh, everybody yeah. selling their news or whatever. Yeah, stuff's crazy. You could jump on that joint, you know. But um, we you, we had a kind of a interesting conversation before the show about being famous as a kid. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I look I, th- I look at people like Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. So he's the Home Alone star, mm-hmm. and he's like what nine or ten. Yeah. Full and hard into drugs, and probably he, pe- almost he peaked dead. at fucking ten. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, uh, you know, this is an interesting deal because I think when I was really young, I used to love the idea of being famous as a kid and mm-hmm. like, you know, fucking, well, for what for did you know, fucking, or just, you know, just, just to be famous. for being famous. Yeah. Okay. Just for being big. Yeah. Uh, like you know i just used to think it was so cool you know and oh my god people would take me so seriously and um you know everybody would love me or whatever and then it's i used to think oh man fuck that'd be cool if i can stop going to school and just fucking blow up and then probably once i got out of school i really thought about it and i said i was i was too young for something like that to happen i wouldn't be ready there's no way i'd be oh yeah yeah that that's a big problem for a lot of people too like you know, you see a lot of young movie stars or TV stars, and they just can't handle all the fame. And a lot of them have famous parents, or they really had connections that got them in there. Right, like Miley and so, Cyrus. Yeah, like, they don't really know any better. And so, well, they didn't... They didn't do it themselves. Like, they didn't work yeah. to get there. Yeah. So that means when it was there, they didn't know how to handle all of the problems that would arise from and they didn't know how to handle it once it was gone like they didn't know how to handle the pressure yeah like whenever you're constantly beating it for 15 10 to 15 years you you know what to do whenever mm-hmm. you're famous or whatever rich you know like it's the yeah. same concept with the people who win the lotto and go bankrupt exactly like, thing. famous if you, almost if a you, currency if you build it you're gonna know yeah. how to manage it once you have it because all the steps that you took you've been building you, exactly like lotto is just another way of proving giving somebody something yeah i think like hitting a lotto more, for, hitting a lotto for a billion dollars and Jeez. hitting a viral video that hits a billion views is the same exact thing because one's money one's attention either the both of them will bleed over a little bit as you get more attention you get more money as you get more money you'll get more attention i think somebody who is dirt poor has been poor their whole life hits the lotto they are rich with a number but they're not mentally rich mm-hmm. you know they're still mentally the same person so they hit the lotto their first thing is what am i going to buy 
you know, fuck, dude, I'll buy a mansion and big ass truck and I've, some truck. I've wanted some... to buy a boat for seven years. Dude, man, I wanted, I wanted to, to buy a new car. I wanted to buy a fucking goddamn private jet for years. You know, I just never could afford it. I want to buy a lifetime supply of Lone Star beer. You know, but they so their their idea is I'm gonna spend it and I'm gonna live life the way I always wanted to. Where somebody who has been financially literate, who's been building and churning and slowly building a fortune and making smart investments and all that, they're always thinking like, "How do I preserve my money? How can my money make money for me?" Yeah, where can you I know, start putting it? Where can where, I start? Hey, man. Hey, like, how much should I save? How much should I invest? Hey, how do I shelter my money from taxes? How oh, this is how you do it. How do I, you know, start making sure everybody in my family is taken care of? Dude, yeah, that's another. Thing. Like a lottery winner. They're not going to think, how do I shelter my income from taxes? They're going to be like, fuck it, take 50. I'll, I'm happy with 300 million. Yeah. You know? And it's just they're mentally still poor, but they have a lot of money. But you could be poor and be mentally rich. You know, you can have a good yeah. mindset, a good head on you. Like, I would say, like, right now, I'm a young kid. I'm not rich by any means. Rich for my age, probably. But I, ha- I feel like I have a good mindset. Like, I know what it's going to take and I know what sacrifices to make and what moves I should make to get there. Same thing with fame, dude. If you if you post a video today, hey guys, I'm doing a podcast. Uh fuck. I want to lick somebody's butt right now, you know? And like let's say that video blows up. It gets three million likes on TikTok today. And all of a sudden you got the Today Show calling you. You got Fox News, hey man, we want to interview you. And you've never had any of this before in your life ever. You've never even been to a city outside of where you're from. Like, you've never experienced anything. It's going to be like a crack, hit a fucking crack real quick. But then once that withdrawal comes, once that high wears off, now you, you, you're you just fighting to get it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, and so you're see, just that, not ready, like, at a certain that's ages. A, that's an interesting thing, because somebody like Justin Bieber, he blew up when he was, like, 12 or 13. When did, when I think did he Baby was like come 15. out? When did Baby come out? 2011 maybe so how old was he because 15 i think well I think he's okay. like 20 but, i mean i'm saying now. he was like pretty popular on youtube and stuff a couple yes. years before that but you think about that that's a long time to be like fa- famous because when you're 13 and he was still able to carry that over that just means he's he just a beaver bubbled fast like he fucking got big quick but he kept it he kept it for the most part yeah um but he was somebody – it's weird because I don't think that the fame ruined him. I think he was just an irresponsible jackass kid like most people are. He just happened to be famous while doing it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, people just put him under the microscope when they're famous. Yeah, because you're if, – if he was just Justin Bieber from somewhere in Canada, whatever, man. Hey, man, Justin will figure it out later in life. You know, he's just being a kid. Yeah. You know, but if you're worth $150 million and you got to – You got to go on tour next it. month and you're too busy drag racing. Hey, man, we got to go on tour. What are you doing, bro? You know, um, fame is definitely the same way. I used to want to be. Well, well see, I, I wasn't finished uh, with my point because okay, we go. look at somebody like Macaulay Culkin. He was in an, an he wasn't in another big movie after Home Alone. I mean, at least I don't think I can't remember any that he was in, but he was like 10, 12. Right. Mm-hmm. But Justin Bieber hit song when he's 15. Justin Bieber still making hit songs when he's 21. Now, he is a, like a pop singer, so probably stop making music eventually and probably within a couple years but he transitioned his style a little bit though exactly yeah and that's why i'm saying he's pretty smart for doing that like yeah. not um not letting wasn't leonardo dicaprio pretty big as a kid 
Oh, that's another one. I know he made some really good movies when he was well. Because like, I I brought years, that up twenty because uh, we were talking about this how if you become well known for what you did as a kid, then you're always gonna be looked at as a kid. You right. know, they're always gonna remember when you were thirteen, like this little baby. You got to be able to transition and transform your style and your appeal. Like Justin Bieber's done that. Right. Justin Bieber's not necessarily for fourteen-year-old girls anymore. Yeah. You know, he kind of grew up with his audience. He's probably for twenty-year-old women now. You know, well, like a little well, bit I of mean, older pl- crowd. I mean, everybody though, too. That's yeah. Bad. Like thirteen-year-old girls. Thirteen-year-old girls. I don't really know anything about Leonardo DiCaprio, but I'm sure when he was a kid, he wasn't you know stranded in the middle of a forest, fucking well, fighting yeah. off the wilderness, and you know being badass or you know. He definitely transitioned his style and his appeal, you know? So, that's a, yeah, that's another good one. I never even thought about Leonardo DiCaprio. He did a fantastic job in, oh, excuse me, Wolf of Wall Street, by the way. Yeah, like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, a music artist that I might know that was... All the artists that I like were pretty much pretty... Already full-grown adults before they got kind what of What about... So, Drake was a, on a TV show, Degrassi, when he was a teenager. Yeah, I and he I, became I, a rapper. That's crazy to me. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Drake's pretty smart. Drake's a heck of a smart person. Drake's fucking huge, dude. Like Drake's so big. I think he's definitely the biggest artist of the decade. I think yeah. I I mean I think he's the most popular rapper. And he's far. the biggest artist in the world. I think period. I think he was the number one most streamed artist on Spotify in twenty like eighteen. Yeah, um, we'll see when when something like that happens. Like sure, you can hate on his music all you want, but. Jeez, he's a he's a. There's no hmm. need for him to beast. care about what you got to say. He's a beast. You know, he's got plenty of money. He's got plenty of fans. He should have plenty of you know self confidence. You know, he doesn't really. It... J Cole, on the other hand, man, I don't know. I just <laughs> you and this J Cole fight, it's dog. Corny, dude. Uh, it's corny. But, um, I think about it now, and uh, am I anywhere near being famous? Hell no. But I. I, I, I think about this the same way uh, with a lot of things that had just happened in life. I just look back and I say, you know, I could have, you know, we think about this. You know, we could have made a bunch of YouTube trick shot videos when we were 13 and kept at it. And shit, I could have started this podcast three years ago when I wanted to. And, you know, you can always look at the past and say, I should have, I should have, I should have. But then I also think about it. And I said, I don't know if I was ready back then. That's why I didn't stick with it because I don't think I was ready. You know, if our first video had blown up and got a million hits, we would have felt obligated to continue doing it. And we may have not been ready for that type of attention and that the type of like noise that comes with that. And I still probably am not because I, I haven't experienced it at all in life. I have no idea what I have no idea what it's like to be extremely famous or whatever, you know. Um, but whenever. Uh mention like making videos and stuff i think about it all the time like i see somebody like gary who just straight up makes business content Mm -hmm. and i mean i used to kind of want to do the same thing like i was just like oh he's doing good i mean i could do that why don't i just make business content why don't Mm -hmm. i just make tiktok videos that are all about that but Mm -hmm. in reality it just got like that's not me like i'm not 100% 100% business and I mm-hmm. never was you know mm-hmm. like I like chilling out every now and then I like mm-hmm. cooling with my buddies I like playing basketball I like watching football I'm just gonna let everything be a part of it mm-hmm. and so like when I create videos in the future 
you know, one day I can have a vlog where I'm in some big corporate meeting in New York mm-hmm. City, stock exchange or something, right? Mm-hmm. But the very next day, I could be doing donuts on a... Yeah, you want to be uh, just flexible. I just, yeah, I just yeah. want to be me. And that's yeah, that's uh, what a lot of people need to be doing. Because yeah, like yeah, a lot of yourself. people, a lot of people have something go viral, and then they just keep feeding that, that beast. They that yeah. becomes all they are. The video of them eating a Popeye chicken sandwich goes viral. Like fuck, I gotta eat that joint for the rest of my life. <laughs> Man, right? I, I kind of like Chick Fil A a little bit, you no, know. But people, that, people don't want to watch that. That one dude who always eats chicken on TikTok. You ever seen that guy? It's real. Gross. <laughs> I don't think so. It's, not, it's some guy. I don't know. He doesn't eat from. raw chicken or anything, no, right? No, oh, he's like say. chicken oh. wings. He'll be like, he'll say the name of the chicken and the seasoning or whatever and he'll just go to town on it right in front of the camera it's nasty i'm not not a big food video kind of guy the guy's super famous really yeah it's stupid i'm gonna look him up it reminds me of that those videos i was sharing you with that guy had that big ass cat that was like tiger thing it was like it's like a it's like a leopard looking thing yeah it's like a lynx or whatever crazy yeah and i thought that shit was so funny uh but yeah what you said kind of like uh I want to kind of do the same thing because I, um, I think I like I want to make content that's just simply my life, and I just got to kind of figure out a way to um, be real versatile uh, because mm-hmm. my mine is kind of like okay, like I I run a a business that's one thing, and then you know I flip things too. Then I also like real estate. But then I also like doing podcasts, and but I also like you know fucking making jokes and fucking all that. So it's like I think the 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 bubble that I kind of get in right now is that am I serious or do I like fucking joking around all the time, you know? So yeah, it's just can be kind of working it out and figuring out how to see the best way to organize it all because uh i almost feel like a lot of the people that i watch i watch all different types of people but i think i feel like those people are pretty specialized specialized yeah not one-dimensional because that's a bad that's like a denigrating word yeah but they're very specialized somebody like joe rogan maybe yeah. is like he's specialized in his podcast right but then like he's he, also like a comic yeah too. he does comedy and he works out he and fights he yeah used to be yeah, the fucking, like mma yeah. personality or whatever yeah that's kind of cool he's done a good job at that uh but even even his stuff the podcast is what he's really specialized in I think yeah. his podcast listening is 10 times bigger than his, his comedy listening is. Well, see, another thing, though, is it's just transitioning with where you're at at the time. Like, Gary started just with wine. Wine, you yeah. Know, wine Library yeah. TV. Now he's making business, you know, co- t- teaching people how to approach their parents whenever they tell them to yeah, fucking yeah. leave so, or some shit. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's just being versatile with the times and versatile with yourself and the way you produce content. Yeah, I think about it and I. I I feel like I've always had the best luck when I've made things, whether it's products or it's just content. Whenever I've made things that I would enjoy, that's when I've succeeded. Like whenever I've made a video that I know I wanted to watch or I I make a product that I know I would want, that's when I've succeeded. You know, not really trying to – it's not that I'm uh, 
like don't listen to other people but it's something like you know if i create something that i i know i'll enjoy then people like me will enjoy it too yeah uh, so those are the people you want to connect with yeah and so i think about it i say you know i'm i feel like i'm a smart listener like if a guy wants to make a serious podcast or a serious video where he's talking about straight up sorry i missed that damn joe's siri shut up hey siri shut up go jump off a cliff listened she listened all right thank you siri <laughs> fuck she might get activated again by just saying that word yeah uh like i feel like if somebody that i really love to watch like let's say gary let's say hypothetically gary made a video about just destroying somebody in a business meeting and then he went out made a video garage selling flipping but then later that night he uh he had a keynote or something no he maybe he had a, a a podcast session where like him and a bunch of other comedians like we're just fucking busting balls and joking around and shit. I'm smart enough to enjoy all of that, you know. And <laughs> not even you're smart enough. You don't have to be smart to enjoy that. But like yeah, you, I, like you I am accepting. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I wouldn't be like, what the fuck are you doing making funny videos? You're serious, you know. So I don't, I don't want to be in that box because I am serious about a lot of things. But then I also like making jokes that could get me in trouble, you know? It's like, so I think there's just got to be somehow, you know, figuring it out and bridging the gap and maybe just growing into who you are, you know? Uh, I don't want to be one-dimensional or uh, super specialized yeah. uh, because what happens whenever you don't want to do that specialty just, anymore? It's just all about, you know, like we talked about, being able to be versatile in the ways you produce content for what you enjoy like yeah somebody like logan paul he can do whatever he wants like his vlogs is you know old vines because he was just being himself now he's fighting people and shit yeah. people still care They're like oh this is awesome yeah this because is cool. it's, because it's like actually him they like, like logan they don't like they don't know. like jake i don't think <laughs> they don't they don't like logan like let's say logan makes a video about uh making fun of making fun of somebody they don't like making fun of somebody they like logan so whatever logan does they're gonna like because they like logan uh you ever seen logan's podcast studio oh hell yeah i've watched his podcast a couple times it's all everything's like just in his house yeah he's got a good set he said he never like leaves his house ever which kind of cool but i feel like i need to get out yeah i need to get out too to be like, productive but, but i mean it is a really big place nice place beautiful oh, dude, setting. this fucking podcast is I mean, pretty good yeah like he's, i mean he's got yeah i checked out a video this some some dude did a tour like of his mansion mm -hmm. and he's got like his gym where he trains for boxing or whatever and he's got like an outdoor ring he's also got oh, yeah, the, yeah. In the podcast i've seen a video of him fight some russian on his ring outside it's <laughs> fucking totally fake but so i mean apparently i didn't know this but apparently he used to do gaming so like he has a whole gaming studio set up, like a game room or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's that's Pretty awesome. Uh, it's funny that you brought Lo uh, Logan up because um, we need him to be on the show one day. Logan, dude, Logan's a, like online go. Um, speaking of that, I think I thought that Logan Paul was like a jokey guy that was for girls, yeah. right? Like I thought he was like a real silly guy, and well, then, he was. Yeah, but then I tuned I tuned into his podcast. Turns with, out he's really with, smart with Ben Shapiro, and they were fucking in the trenches. Like yeah. they were serious as hell. They were making statements about politics and all that. And what I respected about Logan so much, I'm referencing his podcast with Ben Shapiro. Um, 
is he knew like when to sh- like shut up and fall back and just listen. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Like, See, look, he's just sitting here listening and just absorbing. I was the same way about Logan Paul. Like first heard of Logan Paul, I was like, get this clown out of yeah, here. Nobody, yeah. he don't do nothing except act like an idiot. His fucking brother did every day, girl, bro. Right. But then, you know, start getting to know like what he's doing. You know, boxes now. Oh, that's cool. Wait, what? He trains four hours a day every day. Yeah, he's like, serious wow. about boxing and too. He's actually smart. The holy shut shit! Up, Siri. Shut up, Siri. Shut up. Could you please repeat what you said? Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Siri, please be quiet. Cool. I think that did the trick. All right. Hopefully that thing doesn't act up again. What are we saying that it's activating uh, it? We just say Logan Paul, I think, and it's like what? I think you're just. I think we're just talking too loud. Maybe because we're like yelling. Maybe. But um, see, I saw a clip the other day. Joe Rogan was talking with somebody on a show about Logan Paul. Like they, it was just a yeah, little, I saw a little, little clip like too. Like a, a little casual uh, tangent. He was with like, uh, Brent, Brendan Schwab or whatever, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. but. Um, he was like, yeah, yeah, I saw Logan the other day in Georgia or wherever, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, I talked to him. He's actually a really nice, bright guy. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah he is. I enjoy talking to him all the time. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Logan for not getting put into a box, box. of like, he just does oh, what shit. He wants. Now I'm 32. I still got to make videos about girls or, you know. No, like, he's got – he's still in his – well, he's not, but I'm saying, like, hypothetically, I say he was 32. Oh, yeah. Fuck, we'll I still see. gotta make videos like this. Yeah. Now, he's gonna, he, he's definitely gonna mature in the way he produces content. He's transitioned himself to being a serious talk show host, you know, or yeah. a serious fighter, or a uh, serious business personality. Yeah. Like, he could really yeah. do whatever he wants, and that's good for him for not just, you know, like, beating his niche up and, like, not expanding outside of it. Yeah. See, I've always kind of wanted to do the same thing, like, as far as making comedy-style videos, just because mm-hmm. they're fun. They're really fun. I just feel like wanted to be myself, you know? Like, I I, I, uh, I have some ideas for some, for some for some content coming up that I won't announce because I fucking hate... I, I'm not going to say shit and not do it because people are going to be like, yo, what happened to what you said, bro? Yeah. So, um, but I... I the hardest part is just simply figuring out um, how to be myself completely and not putting myself in this little bitty hole, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to be stuck to just one niche because you also limit yourself, you know? Let's say you only make videos about basketball, right? Now, that's a big niche, but hypothetically speaking, you'll never – cross and hit as many people as you possibly could because you're only talking about basketball somebody doesn't I mean, care about unless, basketball unless you are not good at something else like that's another thing about your strengths so oh, like if you're a basketball yeah. trainer you yeah. should only talk about you shouldn't try yeah. and you shouldn't <laughs> try and like go fight people and you know start playing football like, i'm sure people listening may have, have found out about this you know on tiktok that basketball trainer guy on tiktok which one he's the guy who always makes the videos Put the hand in the bucket, you know? No. And he, he has these videos where he'll take like well, a... See, I know there used to be a ton of trainers on Instagram. Yeah, and he's like a meme now because he'll tell somebody, like, he'll be like, shoot it. And they'll shoot it and they'll miss. He's like, all right, now do this. Oh, I think I've seen I've the seen, hand I've to the seen bucket, that one. And then all of a sudden they make like 20 in a row. It's totally like fake or whatever, but it is funny. He brought that up. Yeah. 
<laughs> the show's away. That's playing into a niche, though. Extremely hardcore. Well, like the you've heard of the guy dribble too much, right? I don't he, think so. He went. He was big on Instagram a couple years ago, so he started training people like Seth Curry and like maybe Dame Lillard, those kind of people. Seth or Steph? Seth. Oh, all right. Well, but um, <laughs> anyway, I mean Damian Lillard. Yeah, Dame. Dame's but big I mean, time. he got pretty popular, like probably a couple million followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a couple soundtracks on Two K. Or he has a couple. Oh, really? He has okay. a couple songs on Two K. All right. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Because I mean, I kind of watched him blow up, mm-hmm. but he didn't necessarily blow up. He blew up in his niche. Yeah. You when you mentioned that guy, I got scared because you said uh, used to be big on Instagram or whatever, dude. I feel like I would hate for some like for some shit like that to happen to me. And so he was like, oh, you remember that guy who used to be a big podcaster, like Paige Kennedy, like Paige Kennedy, bro, or like um, uh, Kick Genius. Mm. You remember them? Yeah. On YouTube, I would hate to be somebody who like. They're like these random guys like yo you remember that guy michael who was doing this fucking podcast yeah wonder what happened to that guy like you know yeah that, that shit scares me to death bro <laughs> like 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 if yeah like we used to watch Paige kennedy on youtube yeah like no vine he was big on vine right yeah but uh yes he was big on vine he's he been on youtube funny too. he made funny Fuck, yeah he used to beat the shit out of his son <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> But I yeah. remember his YouTube videos because it would be about like Chris Bosh and oh, that's right. He used to act like he was gay, Chris Bosh or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Chris Bosh gay or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen a lot from him at all. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like uh, by the way, I found that chicken guy. Okay, all right. Let me check out chicken guy. All right. I don't, I don't know if you want to click a video. Maybe if you go actually go on TikTok and search chicken. Guy. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. This doesn't look like it's for me. I don't like food related. It just eats like it's real nasty and grimy. Like when people like when people make videos about like right, like a random dish of spaghetti and they just stick their hand in it and start playing with it. It's like oh stop! Like what are now, you doing? I will tell you what I always wanted to do. I don't know if you've seen Elf. I've never seen Elf. <sighs> Fuck, dude! I know. So I, what's his name? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was playing Buddy the Elf, and so you know he's like from the North Pole, right? So uh-huh. his his diet is like strictly candy and sugar and stuff right so he gets to new york and he made like there's spaghetti and he has it for breakfast but before you know it he's pouring like syrup on it and marshmallows uh-huh. and like breaking pop tarts over it and m&ms i've always wanted to eat spaghetti like that you've always wanted to eat sugary spaghetti yeah just because of that movie scene oh dude ever since i saw was it Willy Wonka? Is that what the movie's called? I've always wanted to be in a chocolate river. Oh. I'm like, dude, that'd be tight. Yeah. Oh, like that's chocolate such a river? Movie. Like they just do everything. Like the, I remember it was like not balloons, but like maybe little mushrooms that had like cream in them. Like you know the white You know what's Willy Wonka or what? Yeah. Okay. So like there's these red mushrooms. You ever seen those with like the white spots on them? Yes, the Mario Kart mushrooms. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. Toad. Yes. So he started like scooping out cream out of the oh like mus- yummy uh, out of the mushroom. Yeah. Does that mushroom even exist? A red mushroom with fucking white polka dots on it? It's gotta be. It's gotta. Exist, it's gotta right? be a real thing. Yeah. Well, before so you know this is an interesting style on the show. Kind of the same thing as last time two kind of serious topics and then 
transitioning away to end the show into a third one. So, okay, let's we'll go. Talk about sports before you head out. My Eagles play the Dallas Cowboys. My Dallas Cowboys tomorrow. Play the at Eagles tomorrow. What time? Three thirty. Three thirty. Yeah, dude. You're, I didn't know you were still an Eagles fan. I thought you. Kind of, sort of. I mean, I'm not as passionate about them as the Longhorns, but I'm not going to root for the Cowboys. Just, you know? Like, yeah, I'm an Eagles Why'd fan. Why'd you choose the Eagles? Out of- My grandpa uh, uh, used to live in Pennsylvania. He okay. was going to play. He got a scholarship to play quarterback at Penn State. Nice. And went to the Army. All right. Yeah. I get it. So, big I'm Philly fr- fan. My yeah. mom's a Philly fan. Yeah fucking hate the Eagles, bro. I tell you what, NFC East is funny because the Redskins have always kind of been a joke to me, but the Giants have won two Super Bowls in this era. And so the Giants used to be scary, but it still wasn't the same. It wasn't Philly. Like the Eagles, I was like, fuck the Eagles, dude. Like I always hated the Eagles. Like, like those McNab, it was like the McNabb years and then the Eli Manning versus the Patriots years and then Foles won the Super Bowl. Cowboys still have Who was the squat. Eagles quarterback after oh Michael Vick for a little bit. After McNabb? Between McNabb and like Carson Wentz, Nick Foles. Yeah. You know, Vic. Vic, Vic. Yeah, dude. Vic had a cannon, bro. Mm-hmm. No, what's crazy is I thought he was better. I he was better as a passer playing for Philly than he was with Atlanta. But still you think about it, he took a couple years off. Because he, he was in jail. He was in jail, yeah. But, but I feel like he was think, slinging the pigskin in jail, bro. Exactly. But like to think that you could take two years off after training like the the hardest in your entire life. He won the MVP, life. right? When? Like in 04, 05 with the Falcons? Probably. I know I so. Matt in 04, he had a 93 speed rating as a quarterback. God, yeah. was a glitch. He got opt in his prime mm-hmm. for that dog Yeah, he really shit. did. He did. Yeah. But anyway, like what I'm saying is to have trained for so many years mm-hmm. to that, like being arrested and being, you know, no game experience for a couple years to all of a sudden you develop into such a phenomenal passer compared to what you were in the past. That takes some. Do you think that has to do with maybe Michael Vick's just that talented? Like just, he was just simply talented. Like yeah. he could take it off five years and still got, got out there and got busy. Five may be a stretch. Because I think Michael Vick was the athlete that was. Because it's all a, it's all up here, like taking well, off time in general. It well, I know wearing away right here. I think he was so athletic that he didn't rely on his training to make it through games. Like if you're a guy who simply is just relying on being in, in shape and just simply knowing the playbook and simply knowing these things, if you take off time, you're gonna be done. But if you, if if you're like bread and butter's athleticism. Uh, and like raw talent and skill, you could probably get away with it more. You think? Oh yeah, because I think of somebody like LeBron. Okay, go. He's always gonna have the game IQ, and he's always gonna have the size and the strength and the athleticism. Yes. He could take a couple years off. Well, even when he he didn't make the playoffs this year, I got I was like, oh fuck, LeBron's taking a good amount of break than what he usually does. But like, even if he took a couple years off, like he's still gonna be Michael Jordan. Eight. Took off two years, came back now, and repeated. We'll see what I think. It will. So let me finish with LeBron. Yeah, he may not be as good of a shooter, but he's still gonna drop at least twenty five. He's, he's just gonna barrel his way into the paint every time. Came, he came out of his mother averaging twenty five. But you, somebody like Michael Jordan taking some time off to play in the MLB, like or baseball, like coming yeah. back and being the goat, like what? 
I know. Like, the work ethic you must have, like, the amount of hours Dude. you must have put in. That's, I see, think Michael Jordan's just... I think about Michael My Jordan, personal. like, imagine being the, no, probably the number one athlete in the world at that time. Maybe it was Mike Tyson. I'm not really and sure. switching sports. Um, and going from the best in your sport, period, to eating shit in baseball and sucking. And then, then I feel like part of him was like, I miss kicking everybody's ass. I and mean, he came right back to basketball and did it right back what he, what he, he was doing before. He may, another thing, I mean, I don't know, I don't know him, but he could have just wanted to give something else a shot mm. you know well he played baseball because his dad died right and yeah. his dad always wanted him to be like be a baseball player and so he was like you know like i want to do what my dad like wants me to do and give it a try for my yeah. dad or whatever exactly. yeah i don't um, think he probably regrets it you know um now if he had a couple more years now if jordan would have stayed in the league he probably would have eight peated <laughs> he would probably would have eight peated but then again, you you know you think about NBA, NFL, any sport, it's really hard to keep anything good together for eight years because you can't yeah. play it. Like the Warriors this past year, dude, full they were gonna three P. If Kevin Durant doesn't go down, they three P. Oh yeah. Uh, and if he doesn't go down, he probably stays. Yeah, I just think they simply got to the point where it was January this time of the year in the regular season, and they were just simply going through the motions. Like this year, the Warriors. Like the Warriors last year, oh, with that that super team, they they were they had just kept winning, kept winning. That eventually it was hard to get up and like try hard during a regular season game because because they know that it doesn't mean anything. The, the finals so like, matters. You look at somebody like Kawhi Leonard. People mm-hmm. write him off as being not as good as everybody says, but I guarantee as soon as he gets into the playoffs, he's gonna snap. Because yeah. the regular season doesn't mean squat to anybody who unless you're like a rookie a, or you know you've or never been like there. you're trying to prove yourself and you're trying to get paid right yeah Kawhi Leonard's paid no matter he's gonna make money because he like he's there to win championships he knows as long as he makes the playoffs he's got a good shot yeah fuck that's how LeBron was in the east for years I remember that last year LeBron was in Cleveland I think they got the four or five seed I think they got the five seed in the east and everybody was still like oh yeah the Cavs are gonna go to the finals but they're the five seed. Well, yeah, they're going to the finals. The East was still trash. I'm it sure. was trash. LeBron literally took off half the season. Fuck it. As long as I get the eight seed, I'm going to the finals. You know, just that's just the type of player well, see, that he now, is. Now getting into that is, I think it's just the same exact reason why the Warriors are tanking this year. There's no need for them to try and compete this year with a team that they're going to get a good pick. The team that has the Lakers or a, a conference that has the Lakers and the Rockets and the Clippers and Literally everybody think, uh, else in the West. I, so get this. They're going to get a good draft pick this year. They're going to get Steph and Clay fully rested. Fully like, rested. Fully re- like The fool's got a year off. Both of them. They took it. It's like they just like. Just took a vacation. Just yeah, they, out. they were in school and they're like, can I take a year off? Yeah. You're going to come back that next year. I mean, you might be a little dumber than you were before. Like a little rusty, you know, but you're going to be fresh. But I mean, like, like imagine right. you being uh Ah, never mind. Bad example. No, I'll fucking say it. Who no, I was, was going to say, like, you take a year off from football, like when you're a junior, uh-huh. and you just train, right? Rest yeah. up, get healthy, come back but they do that with year. They, they do that with, like, redshirting. They do that with, they do that, J.K. Dobbins did that. Sat out his entire senior year. Dude, what's funny is you just said that. Most fools listening to this probably know who that is. Like, that fool is big time. Oh, yeah. He's fucking huge. I, I would think about that because I remember when I was in sports, like, it's probably because I sucked. Like, if I took, like, a year off of a sport, I was fucking done. Like, I sucked. And I always think 
damn, like it's pretty normal for college football players to redshirt and take off an entire year. Like that's regular. I'm like, but dude, the thing, like, I feel like I lose my playing time. They're still practicing. They're still practicing, right? They're still, train. they're you know, they're still hitting six hour a day workouts. They're still right. practices. They're yeah. still eating right. Yeah, and exactly. Watching film. Yeah. But now they get the extra advantage of being fully rested, getting yeah. more experience in the system. So by the time they finally do go out there and play, they're ready. Mm-hmm. It's no different than maybe um, relating to our conversation earlier. You know, if you go viral, you never had a red shirt season. You know, you go viral, you're in the fucking spotlight. Well, see, you know? the same thing even with business is you don't have to hit it 10 hours a day every mm-hmm. single day to make it. And mm-hmm. that's blasphemous to me for people to think that that's I mean, it the helps, way to go. You know, like, I mean, for you to get out. No, because when you take breaks, you're more productive. Like, you only have so many oh, productive yeah, yeah, hours yeah. in the day. Well, I think Anyways. maybe uh, if you're a business owner. If you're focused on it and you show up every day and, you know, you don't have to just fucking sit here and just fucking beat and beat right. and beat and go. Yeah. I'm talking like just, you know, have things to do, focus on it, get like – Space I, out your day, like relax I have, every now As soon as we're done with this podcast, I have notes right over here. I'm going to make an order and uh, I'm going to work on it. I'm not going to – I don't ever look at it as work ever. I never look at it as like I'm working. But um, if, if definitely if you want to build something, a business, wealth – your fame, your entertainment career, your athletic career, it's going to take um, repetition, time and time and time. It's just the the simplicity of doing the same thing over and over and over again to where it's just like simply muscle memory. Uh, there's something to that. Like, you know, you think about it and it's like when you, when you were younger, like you always went to practice, no matter what level you were at or no matter how good the season was, you always went to practice. And it, it, like eventually you're like, what are we practicing for? Like, you know, we're kicking everybody's ass and all that. It's simply because you just got to go through the motions. You got to keep doing what you've always done. You got to keep, you know, uh, putting the time in, putting in the reps, all that. And like, you know, you, you got to put in business reps, you know, you got to right. – Go through stuff. Well, you got to the same thing with know, athletics. So you need to have off days. You need to have good recovery, and you need to yeah. be able to take care of yourself. Well, like, uh, fuck. <laughs> a little weird theory. If they're listening to this deep, hopefully they're a good person. <laughs> but I'm leaving for a couple days, right? Yeah. I feel like that's sort of kind of um, taking time off from yeah, it, right? Because uh, I'm getting my ass beat right now, dude. I got like 20 people on eBay right now who want to kill me. All right, but I'm gonna try to leave and let it go and kind of just like chill out a little bit and then come back home and deal with it. Um, but yeah, you know, gonna go into the off season for a week. You know, yeah. I'm still gonna be like thinking Take about little, it. You know, load management. Yeah, I'm still gonna be thinking about it and just well, making yeah. sure that the wheels are still on the on the track. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, forcing yourself to get away a little bit, get away from it. And another thing on my business, we'll close out with this. Okay. Uh, I've noticed in my business that uh, I'm very emotional and like I get pissed off like whenever I have to like give up my money or, or somebody screws me personally but if I have an app or a website I sell on uh, my girlfriend manages this for me uh, she, I basically let her deal with it and she'll text me hey um, this person wants to cancel the order I'll text her if that's fine just issue the refund because I'm not seeing the money leave she doesn't give a shit because it's not her money. So there's a power to that. 
Like if you're a business owner, there's something to letting other people do certain tasks. Yeah. Because they're not going to be as emotional as you are. They're, it's not their business. They don't care as much as you do. But that's probably for the better. You know, certain decisions shouldn't be made by the person who has the horse in the or the uh, what do they say the um, dog in the fight. You know, uh, that's how I am. Like with like the, the money side of the business is like, I fucking hate when people screw me. I hate whenever I get a bad deal or something. Like, but if somebody else just tells me, hey. You got fucked, you know? I'd be like, all right, that's fine, you know? And they deal with it. But if mm-hmm. I was the one having to deal with it, I'd be pissed off for eight hours afterwards, you know? Yeah. So um, yeah. I'll leave this podcast with saying know your strengths, um, double down, triple down, quadruple down on your strengths and, and what you're good at, mm-hmm. and try to fill other people for your weaknesses, you know? Like my weakness is – um being good with customer service, you know, so I got to attach somebody else to deal with people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. My, my final thoughts on the show is this is our last show until Christmas. So I hope everybody yeah, enjoys the week, uh, spend some time with their family, get some much needed rest. We'll see you guys next Monday, next Monday with a fresh show. And then that'll be the last show of the year. Yeah, guys. Yeah. One more show this year. Thank you guys for listening and supporting us. Uh, this is a brand new journey for us. Yeah. We're very yeah. thankful for you guys tuning in to No Limits and Strive Network in general. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. And we'll see you again next week. Peace.